Welcome to Monday and welcome to Arriving Somewhere with Matt J, the podcast. Commentary, comedy, conversation, that's what the show is all about. Before we jump into it, I just wanted to remind you to please subscribe, that is the best thing you can do to help the show grow, help it get out there, and and listen, listening helps too, I've, I've come to realise that's, that's actually quite important, and share share an episode or two if, if you enjoy it if, if one of them is your favorite if you think if you think it's funny or there's some crucial information people need to hear share that also helps okay well today i wanted to talk just briefly about new zealand new zealand's absolute obsession with sheep in fact we are so obsessed with sheep that we want to monitor their farts their farts some sort of weird kink that this country has has got going on uh i'll I'll jump into that in a second but i wanted to actually think on a monday i thought it might be a good idea just to have a bit of a a a weekend recap about what what happened on the weekend what popped up what was popular uh interesting stories interesting interesting articles and so i'll i'll go into that now uh, the first thing I was actually listening to, because I, I listen to a variety of, of podcasts and read a variety of, of news and, and books and things like that, so I was listening to an episode of the um, the Tom Woods podcast, and he had a guest on talking about the FBI and, and um, Gresham Whitmer, I think that's how you, I think that's her name, the the Detroit lady. And I'll I'll just play the clip from it because this is pretty interesting. It relates to the whole Jan sixth hearings that are going on in America, which we all understand is a uh, just a political attack with the midterm elections coming up in the states. Anyway, here's the the highlight from the Tom Woods show, episode two one four six. If anyone wants to go listen to it, but one thing that many people don't know is that you recall that there was this Gretchen Whitmer plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan earlier yeah. in twenty twenty. And it's been revealed that there was a lot of federal informants in that plot, almost a dozen out of 18 people. Well, what many people don't know is that the guy running the Detroit office of the FBI was then promoted to the D.C. office in October of 2020 and was running the D.C. office of the FBI when January 6th happened. So roughly 60 days prior to January 6th or 90 days prior to January 6th, the guy who ran the op that was full of feds to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer to generate these headlines and all of these things in the run-up to the election is then put over the D.C. office. I think that's very, very suspicious. So those those bloody conspiracy theorists, again, at it again, how could they possibly think that that was a... Th- uh, it turns out to be uh, very, very suspicious. It's a conspiracy theory. It's just a conspiracy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. The other conspiracy, straight to another conspiracy. Yeah, you've probably heard of this story. I'll, I'll also play the highlight to this. This is this is the the one in, in China where the uh, a bank protest was stopped. So I'll just play a, a brief highlight of that as well. Here we go. This is my favorite story today. So there's this bank in China that ended up freezing a bunch of people's accounts. So the public tried to organize a protest. 
But before they could even organize for it, the government got wind of it and changed the people's vaccine passports from green to red and prevented them from accessing public transportation and traveling across the country. One of the pro- so, <laughs> coming to a Western nation near you, or you're probably in one if you're listening to this, possibly, you might not be, but uh, the, the, another conspiracy theory, another conspiracy theory, they won't use these VAX passports and, and health codes in any way, shape or form to control them, to control the masses in, in other ways. Oh no, definitely not. Uh, what, what's interesting about that story is, uh, supposedly, what I read was that other people in the country or in that area their health codes never turned red. So it, it sounds like, could be wrong, but it sounds like certain people were targeted through the health codes on their whatever they have to carry around. So that's uh, that, that, that's even, even worse. That's even more terrifying. Right, I was, I was also listening to another podcast. Like I said, I listened to a, a big variety of shows. Uh, this is the Rebel, Capo- Rebel Capitalist podcast by uh, George Gammon it was very interesting and the guest on his show uh, was saying that the the Amish were actually starting to move to Paraguay in South America which is an interesting interesting choice uh, but apparently it's for farming reasons for the fertile soil and the clean water and I'm, I'm led to believe that there is a different uh, there's different groups of Amish so there's more modern Amish that that actually do use some modern technology whereas uh maybe older more more traditional amish don't use modern modern tech at all so there is different different groups of amish which you never really can again they're they're sort of uh grouped into one one group grouped into one group what a great way to phrase that but yeah there's there's obviously nuance there amongst the amish too of course there is of course there is there's there isn't everything all right running through the rest of this quickly um there, there was a, a story that popped up a man jailed in the uk for posting memes of george floyd in whatsapp and facebook group chats so there you go full surveillance uh, from what i understand this guy someone had had dobbed him in so i don't think it was being monitored it sounds like he was uh, dobbed in uh he's also an interestingly he's an ex-police officer so I don't know why he's either retired or got the sack, but uh, ex-police officer, it says ex-police officer James Watt appeared in Birmingham's magistrate's court for sharing 10 memes about George Floyd in WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger group chats. Mr. Watts will do 20 weeks in jail and pay the complainant a fine. There you go, there was someone complained. And pay the complainant a fine. And that's actually how you get people to police all of this. Uh, police words, police the so-called... Uh, hate speech in air quotes is that you offer them rewards and actually there was a great uh australian mini film it was about 15 minutes long and it was kind of in the in the vein of that black mirror big brother type episode and one thing i actually never really considered was that we all have phones or we all have um, monitoring devices really and we can monitor each other so you'll be able to dob each other in and the way to get more people people to do that is to offer rewards much like a supermarket reward card so you see in that short film you could take a a a video or uh, take a photo of somebody and send it in to whatever whatever government agency through an app 
and you will be rewarded whether that's with discounts or cheap travel or uh, even even money maybe into your central business uh, central your CBDC central bank digital currency maybe you get a little bit of currency uh, put in to your account so that's quite quite chilling too the the direction that that's all going and that is a, a very much a possibility but see this complainant uh, now gets the, the, the pay the complainant a fine so now he will pay him so he's getting rewarded for complaining about a guy making jokes or posting memes that's instead of just blocking the person we're now going to reward people for being little karma spas uh, from New Zealand in New Zealand this weekend the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern asking experts as pressure mounts to reintroduce compulsory compulsory masks in the schools so this is June 18 this is when the article came out and quote from the article so we need to continue to encourage people yes use masks yes get vexed for both the Voldemort virus and the flu this season it's critical to keep the pressure off our hospitals there in New Zealand we're being absolutely hounded about getting flu vaccinations now on top of the Voldemort virus medicine and now the PM is asking the experts well what this really is is a little bit of a political poll put it out there in the media because again the media it's getting a lot of money from the government but put this out there in the media and see how people will respond and in New Zealand there's a high compliance of people still still wearing masks schools don't have to although I believe there's still a lot of children that, that are wearing masks at school all day uh, it's it's insane it's really insane but this, this is being put out there and and of course we gotta we gotta keep the the fearful Karen safe even if the masks don't work it just gives her a little bit of mental relief knowing that everybody else has to do it too and it just keeps her a little bit protected and gives her a bit of bit more power back to uh you know to, to police the, the the public hey then we can just take some photos of people not wearing masks and then maybe use the uh the, the facial rec uh facial recognition technology and and dob them in through government agencies as well maybe businesses can get a can get a tax rebate or a tax discount oh this is there's a slippery slope all over the place here we know that uh there was actually also an article about which i didn't read but uh, the headline was something to do with france being uh, locked down not not locked down but very suggestive of that about their because uh, uh, there's a heat wave happening in europe and I, I, there was something to do with i don't have it on me so I, I haven't i can't this is just off the top of my head is something to do with uh outdoor events being banned because of the heat wave now again outdoor events being banned surely that's up to the event to decide to cancel or postpone or for people not to go, you know, personal responsibility, or if the event thinks it's too much of a liability with with insurances and all that sort of stuff, then it's up to them. But if this is, again, government meddling, which I wouldn't be shocked coming out of France right now, um, again, on the very slippery slope for total, total control. What's what's happening in this episode is it's just turning into a weekend recap, but there's a, there's a lot of interesting stuff that happened on the weekend. A lot of interesting stuff. So I'll go over the the New Zealand farming thing very quickly in a second. But the uh, Food and Drug Administration, FDA in America, has just given authorization for first Voldemort virus shots for children as young as six months old. That is absolutely horrific. And 
I, I really am lost for words now at this point. I'm lost, lost for words about that. That is just a tragedy waiting to happen. Uh, then we had Senator um, Senator Paul giving Fauci uh, some some love, asking him about any kickbacks they got from organisations to do with all this all this medicine, and Fauci refusing basically refusing to answer, doing the whole political speak talk around the topic and not answering. Of course, you would have seen the the famous Putin push. That's right. Biden fell off his bike, came to a complete stop, and then fell off. Very weird. Can't dismount a bike. I mean, you shouldn't laugh at an old man, people. You shouldn't be laughing at an old man falling off a bike. But uh, I like the idea of calling a Putin push because, you know, he's maybe ghost Putin or Putin blew some wind at this at that time. And that's why he fell off. So we'll, we'll blame it on Putin, blame everything on Putin. So the, the Putin push, Biden falls to the ground and then immediately after that i saw the camilla harris tried uh she's she's launching a gender disinformation task force pride month so gender disinformation task force which is just another attempt at a ministry of truth isn't it they're just going to continue to rebrand until we accept it and or become exhausted by the constant push for these the these controlling tactics the the can the control of of information and yeah oh other than that actually and, and on the weekend pope francis suggested that nato provoked russia into invading ukraine so i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave that topic alone for now but the pope said that the pope came out and suggested that and lastly this is from the guardian in the uk people arriving in the uk on small boats to be electronically tagged huh cool Another conspiracy. No, don't worry about it. We're not going to be all electronically tagged or followed like like criminals with their their ankle bracelets. That's not going to happen. Well, uh, it's beginning. It's beginning. Well, well, we'll just test it out on on illegal immigrants first. But if you don't think that that could, again, another slippery slope, or the same slope, but if you don't think that could eventually happen in our countries, maybe the next pandemic, maybe we have to digitally track well they were doing that with the phones but you get my point could it escalate to actually you wearing something physical around your wrists or your ankles certainly could certainly could if we're not careful and that article from the uk is is a uh, is not good is what i'm trying to say i'm a bit slow today sorry a little bit slow coming down with something so i uh <coughs> Not, not 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 quick on the uptake. Quick on the uptake. Uh, Cordra- and oh, sorry. Lastly, see, not 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 really onto it. Uh, lastly, this is from Cordron Paul in Australia. The they posted a, a a graph showing the interest over time. So this is a, a twelve month period of uh, people searching for sudden adult death syndrome, and there's a massive spike uh, in around April May this year of sudden adult death syndrome few little spikes throughout the year but nothing compared to recently so that's hit the media and people are, are searching it but people were searching a few months ago as well before it hit the media but now there is a, a huge spike to understand what that is so you can you can make up your own 
mind or have your own thoughts about why people are suddenly interested in that is that because the media is suddenly pushing it or the media had to address it don't know i'm not going to say anything here not right now so that's your 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 weekend wrap weekend wrap quite like it gonna have to come up with some little jingle for the intro uh, of this segment but the the segment's taken most of this episode because it's been about 15 minutes which is hilarious so i'll just uh I'll just run in. I'll just run over the New Zealand obsession with with cattle and, and sheep. Uh, absolute obsession, sort of some sort of kink. New Zealand so obsessed with these animals that we are. This is from the BFD, which is a New Zealand website, sort of a right leaning website, uh, news news website. It's it's a very small organisation, but it's a little bit of relief from the absolute left-wing claptrap that we constantly get from pretty much all of our big media organizations that are funded well have grants from the government and they are heavily left-wing some more than others but uh, bfd at least is is center right and they're they're pretty honest about that so they have an article new zealand proposes climate tax targeting farm animals burps and farts uh, New Zealand is proposing a, to tax farmers based on their greenhouse gas emissions. The plan is to tax farmers on carbon emissions from farm equipment. I didn't actually realise it was farm equipment too. So you can see, again, the push for things like electric vehicles and any equipment being used to be to be electric. And that's, that's again, forcing the end user to go, to go electric. Don't worry about where the electricity comes from or how it's generated. No, no, no don't, don't worry about that. Uh, the end user can pay a, another tax and force people into more of the, the EV style situation. And the end user will pay and uh, and ultimately the customer will pay. Uh, but, and anyway, the, the article continues. But also, so the plan is to tax farmers on carbon emissions from farm equipment but also levy a tax on methane emissions from livestock produced in their stomachs as, li- as they digest food. In other words, New Zealand will tax cow and sheep burps and farts. Uh, sheep and cattle vastly outnumber the human population of New Zealand, so the proposal says this will be a more effective way of reducing the island nation's greenhouse gas emissions. The proposal does not recommend specific prices for the tax at this time, so they've, they've really thought this through. You can tell they've thought this through, the, the greenies, the absolute green cult pushing this down New Zealand's throats. Uh, but farmers will have to report data on their farm to the government, which will calculate tax, which will calculate the tax owed on a farm-by-farm basis. Of course, this also means the price of food will increase since it will cost farmers more to keep livestock, plant and harvest vegetables and it will cost them more to comply with all these regulations and who's going to sort out the tax and, and report these these emissions. Absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. We all know that government getting more and more involved of, in farming has worked out so fantastically for countries around the world when it's happened, hasn't it? Boy, oh boy, and, and meat's already going through the roof, but again, it's the green push for, for fake meats and for, for vegetarian vegan diets and, you know, got to save the planet, so eat some bugs just just wild stuff coming out of New Zealand what what I also thought was by having these these methane emissions from livestock um, being taxed so it's the food that's being digested so what what's going to happen if it's not already happening is the cattle in New Zealand the cattle and sheep which is known around the world for being high quality 
in, in, in grass-fed, grass-finished type of thing. What's going to happen if it's not already happening? Is GMO food is going to be introduced to these to the cows and the sheep? Because that's the incentive there. Well, we'll just introduce GMO food that doesn't produce as much uh, methane as, and, and other gas emissions. That's the incentive. So then what's that going to do to the, to the food supply or to the cattle or, or to, and to the sheep if you're introducing GMOs? Because you're incentivizing introducing GMO food or GMO grass, which is the food for the sheep isn't it? And, and the cattle. That's a silly thing to say. But my point being is, is so what? Now it's going to be GMO-fed sheep and cattle and possibly GMO cattle and sheep anyway. <sighs> so there you go, coming out straight straight from uh, the socialist utopia of New Zealand, which is, to me, was uh, the biggest the biggest story or happened reported the original report was last week but uh, on top of that we're getting there's a massive push for the the green movement it's and it's just it's socialism in disguise and it's total control again but the on top of this 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 farming the crackdown on farmers which still it's just blows my mind even saying it blows my mind uh in new zealand we actually i'll i'll, I'll probably do a quick episode on electric vehicles as well because in New Zealand we're getting uh, these rebates for people that buy electric vehicles and it's well, I, saw, I saw an article was saying that it helps lower income people get into electric vehicles in New Zealand which, which is it's not it's not it's lower and middle class people subsidizing the rich to get electric vehicles because we're the, the New Zealand government offers a, a rebate for people buying electric vehicles but if the cost of a new electric vehicle is in the range of fifty to fifty to sixty thousand dollars, what kind of lower class person, or lower income earner, I should say, not lower class, lower income and middle income earners, what 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 kind of people are choosing that as a priority with the cost of living skyrocketing? skyrocketing? And on top of that, the, the interest rates going up because of of inflation and the amount of money that was printed and thrown into this country. Now now interest rates are going up. So what? Are people going to prioritise getting an electric vehicle? No, the rich are going to prioritise getting an electric vehicle because the lower and middle income earners are subsidising them. No one's no lower or middle income earner is going out there to get a an expensive loan with the interest rates going through the roof and prioritising an EV over top of accommodation and food and just general living expenses. Boy, oh boy. Anyway, I'll go into that another time. I think I've, I've, I've rambled rambled long enough but i actually quite enjoyed the the weekend rap seg- segment so I'll, I'll try and keep that going and, and we'll see how that goes uh, over time if you didn't like it let me know i mean i'll i'll, I'll probably ignore you and still do it anyway but if you didn't like the, <laughs> if you, if you look i appreciate you listening okay uh, if you didn't like the weekend rap if you liked it great awesome okay i'll end it there and i'll talk to you tomorrow this has been the arriving somewhere with matt j podcast Have a good rest of your day.